Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Route 6A, Orleans, Cape Cod. On the web at birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By the Boston Harbor Island Alliance. Minutes away, worlds apart. Go to bostonharborislands.org for more information. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 526. We'll start off this morning by welcoming a new radio affiliate to the Talking Birds family. It's WHMP, providing news, information, and the arts to listeners in Springfield, Northampton, Greenfield, and surrounding areas of western Massachusetts. On 1400 AM, 1240 AM, and 96.9 FM. And now airing Talking Birds on Sunday mornings. Uh, let's hear it for WHMP. Great to have them aboard here with the Talking Birds family. Well, here's an update on our 2015 Talking Birds Hunts Photo Wild Bird Photography Contest, in which our grand prize winner will receive a brand new Nikon P600 Super Zoom camera featuring mind boggling 60x optical zoom and image stabilization, and it comes complete with a ProMaster tripod. Camera and tripod courtesy of Hunts Photo. Check them out at huntsphotoandvideo.com. There'll also be a first runner-up prize of a copy of National Geographic's amazing 400-page Bird Watcher's Bible. And we'll send a second runner-up a copy of the latest edition of the Peterson Field Guide to Birds, your choice of Eastern and Central North America or Western North America editions. And, this is kind of breaking news here, we've added some additional runner-up prizes. We'll be sending big bags of birds and beans, bird-friendly coffee, to seven additional runners-up. Contest will end on June 10th at midnight, so don't hesitate to send us a picture. Lots of great ones coming in. It's simple to enter. Just take a picture of a bird in the wild and email it to ray at talkingbirds.com. Don't forget, no G in talking. Full contest rules on our TalkingBirds.com website. Once again, just take a picture of a bird in the wild and email it to Ray at TalkingBirds.com. Happy snapping and good luck. Well, if you listened to our show last week, you heard our guest Mark Dansker. Mark is the producer and co-director of a new documentary film called The Sagebrush Sea, all about the enormous ocean of scrubby sage that stretches across 11 states in the American West and that is home to more than 170 species of birds and mammals, including the greater sage grouse. We're hearing that bird right now in its spectacular breeding displays and those leks out there. And that bird, we, we will see this through that bird's eyes, this spectacular but threatened place. Well, the Sagebrush Sea will air on Wednesday night, May 20th, if you're listening to us live, that's this coming Wednesday, May 20th, on PBS. Most definitely worth watching. Check your local listings for exact times and other broadcast dates. Here in the greater Boston area, we'll be seeing it on WGBH Channel 2 on Wednesday night at 8. Here's our conservation salute of the week. Uh, we salute kind of a hometown hero this week, the new mayor of Boston, along with 14 other greater Boston area mayors who have joined together to formalize their commitment to tackle climate change. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh 
says dense coastal communities in eastern Massachusetts are highly vulnerable, and he urged a coordinated approach to addressing rising sea levels, storm surges, and other extreme weather. Now, a task force established by Mayor Walsh will meet every two months to oversee the effort, look at best practices, and make policy recommendations to fight climate change and its effects, which include, of course, serious problems for birds. In fact, avian researchers cite global warming as the number one threat now to bird populations. So we salute Mayor Walsh and all the other greater Boston area mayors who have signed what's being called the Metro Boston Climate Prepared Commitment. Well, in case you hadn't heard, here's a reminder that Talking Birds now offers same-day service thanks to the magical capabilities of our new TalkingBirds.com website. It means that you can now find podcasts of our show on the same day that the show airs live. Podcasts now available on the same day that our show hits the airways. It's same-day service from the speedy delivery folks here at Talking Birds. All right, still to come on our show today, we'll talk with L.L. Bean's Mac McKeever, who'll tell us about the big three-day L.L. Bean birding weekend headquartered at their flagship store in beautiful Freeport, Maine. We'll be there, by the way, broadcasting our show live right next to the big bean boot Sunday, May 24th. Meanwhile, down on what they call the Outer Cape, Cape Cod, that is, a big bird from way down south is continuing to cause a stir. And in honor of that development, we're going to reprise a Talking Birds featured feathered friend segment in just a moment. First, one of America's great birding festivals is coming soon. The Acadia Birding Festival at beautiful Mount Desert or Desert Island, Bar Harbor, Maine, runs from May 28th through 31st and offers great experiences for birders of all levels. With numerous field trips and workshops and evening presentations by birding celebrity Ken Kaufman of the Kaufman Field Guides and David LaPuma, director of the Cape May Bird Observatory, plus a seaboard boat trip with experienced guides to help you identify birds. Find out more at AcadiaBirdingFestival.com. That's AcadiaBirdingFestival.com. Our birds location. South Texas, Southern Arizona, South Florida. Habitat. Open country, including pasture land, cultivated areas, and semi-desert. Our birds prey. Small and large vertebrates, including fish, reptiles, amphibians, birds, and mammals. Also eggs, carrion of all types, and insects. Description. A large, long-legged raptor with a black cap and short crest on the back of the head. Pale neck and throat. Bare red skin on the face and a large blue-gray hooked bill. Our bird has a black body and a white tail with a wide black tip and white patches on the ends of its dark wings. Identity. Caracara Cheroway. The crested Caracara. Those are the hollow, rattling sounds the bird makes when disturbed. It's otherwise quiet. Although it looks like a long-legged hawk and associates with vultures, the crested caracara is actually a member of the falcon family. Its feet are raptor-like, but with flatter talons that allow caracaras to walk and run more easily than other raptors. Their flight pattern has been compared to that of the northern harrier, but more graceful 
and faster, reaching flight speeds of up to 40 miles an hour, and often soaring in large circles at great heights above the desert. The crested caracara is a common subject of folklore and legends throughout Central and South America. It's sometimes referred to as the Mexican eagle, and it is in fact the national bird of Mexico. Its other nicknames include Caracara Eagle, King Buzzard, Audubon's Caracara, and Mexican Buzzard. Caracara Cheroway. The Crested Caracara. Today's Talking Birds featured Feathered Friend. Thanks again for being with us here. Our show number 526. Hope you'll follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Talkin' Birds. Well, the L.L. Bean Birding Festival, in partnership with Maine Audubon, will take place on Friday, May 22nd through Sunday, May 24th, in and around beautiful Freeport, Maine. And here to tell us all about it is L.L. Bean's Mac McKeever. Good morning, Mac. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. Great to have you uh, with us, Mac. And, uh, of course, L.L. Bean has a powerful connection with nature, but maybe in the past not so much about birds, but uh, I guess that's changing. So how did this festival come about? Yeah, we're really excited for this. You know, the the, the wildlife watching and the birding in Maine especially has exploded, and uh, we thought what better way to celebrate that than to offer our inaugural birding festival uh, May 22nd through the 24th. Well, I'm looking at this brochure that uh, that has been prepared at L.L. Uh, Bean. It's it's really quite amazing and extensive. It's a whole two-page brochure of all these many, many events uh, taking part through the weekend. Uh, starting off with, uh, on Friday night, our friend Sean Carey is going to be there giving a, a, a talk on bird photography. And I've been to some of Sean's talks, so I can uh, vouch for how interesting and informative they are. Yeah, Sean Carey, he's from uh, Migration Productions. He's going to discuss the best places, times, and techniques for photographing birds and, and giving some great information about the essential equipment you need and recommended software. He's also going to share some interesting stories along with a few tricks of the trade. So there's plenty of time for questions from the audience as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, right after that, you'll have about 10 minutes to uh, get used to the, the dark <laughs> because you're going, there's an owl prowl right after uh, Sean's talk. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's going to be a special night. They're going to explore, uh, we're going to be at Maine Audubon's 140-acre sanctuary in Freeport, and we're going to listen for owls and try to spot a few. So that's going to be a really cool adventure. Mm-hmm. So that's just Friday. So we're getting into lots of stuff on Saturday and Sunday. I guess Saturday morning we'll start off with a Florida Lake Park outing. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the, Flor- the Florida Lake uh, excursion is going to be really cool. It's a large, shallow lake, and there's some surrounding wetlands, too. And it's, it's, it's an excellent habitat for waterfowl and a wide variety of birds. And... Actually, you know, an interesting fact is over 100 species of birds have, have been identified in that area. Wow, that'll be pretty cool. Well, we're going to be up there on Saturday getting ready for our live broadcast uh, there, Mac, on Sunday morning at 9.30. And uh, certainly one of the things that uh, that I'm looking forward to seeing is a presentation, actually two presentations, by a very remarkable fellow, Dr. Bernd Heinrich. He's going to be talking about running and then migration. 
Yeah, I know. It's a very uh, <laughs> dynamic and diverse uh, presentation. He's doing two of them. The first one is why we run, and it's celebrating his 10th anniversary of the Solomon Trail Running Festival at Pineland Farms. And he's going to talk about his experience as a record-setting runner and the challenges that led to the writing of his book, you know, Why We Run, Natural History. And then it's from 7.30 to 8.30 in the evening. He's going to be doing a presentation called The Homing Instinct, and he's going to discuss his insights gained from many, many years of studying bird and animal behavior, uh, including how geese uh, imprint you know, true visual landscape memory, how the tiniest of songbirds are equipped for solar and magnetic orienteering over great distances, and the spring return of a pair of sandhill cranes to their home pond in the Alaska tundra. Mm-hmm. Well, bird migration is an amazingly fascinating and complex uh, thing to learn about, and boy, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody better to uh, learn from than Bernd Heinrich. We're very happy to have him. We're, we're honored to have him as a guest. He lives, I think he lives up in northern Maine somewhere. Am I right? I believe he does, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, actually in western Maine, yeah, western, western northern Maine. Maine. Okay, yeah, he's an amazing... So he's, a, he's a perfect <laughs> guest to speak on this topic. He is. I've just started reading that book, The Homing Instinct. It's quite fascinating. And I, I've read another of his books called Life Everlasting. And it's really about how animals die, which sounds like a little bit of a strange topic, I suppose, until you read the book. And it's uh, entirely fascinating. But he, he's, he's going to be really someone to see. That's going to be on Saturday evening. The first talk at 5.30 uh, on running. And then the, the uh, other talk about migration uh, starting at 7.30. So then on Sunday... We're very Matt, happy to have him, yeah. We'll be there with our show live, and we'll have uh, Doug Hitchcock from Maine Audubon on there with us on the show. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Maine Audubon's been a wonderful partner. It's a, it's a terrific resource. It's about 10 minutes from Freeport, and their whole uh, the whole layout there, Maine Audubon, they have, they have several acres of just beautiful habitat right on the ocean so there's plenty of opportunities to see birds and and you know the various natural environment well right after we do our show uh we have our another good friend of ours wayne peterson uh, will be there and he'll be giving a live presentation there about a topic that people i think are very fascinated about and really wonder about and it's it's the question where do birds sleep People always want to ask that. Well, Wayne has a lot of information about that, and he'll be giving a talk about it called Birds Asleep, Where and How They Do It. Wayne yeah, is pretty it's, amazing. It, it's an amazing topic when you think about it because, I mean, where, you know, I slept last night with my, and I'm in Camden, Maine now, and I slept with the, the windows open, and all night long it's quiet, but 5 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden <laughs> you hear these birds. It's like, uh-huh. where, you know, what, what are they doing when they're mm-hmm. not? You know, when they're not chirping first thing in the morning, where are they sleeping? Where so that'll answer some great questions. He, he will answer those questions for sure. So uh, just to quickly run through the a little couple of other things on Sunday, Birding 101 for New Birders Cornell Lab of Ornithology staff will be do that. And then Doug Hitchcock, who we just mentioned, will be giving a talk on birding in the digital age, how smartphones and apps have become important important birding tools. And one of the things I wanted to mention before we run out of time, Mac, is about the live bird demonstrations, because people go crazy over those. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, people love to see those live bird demonstrations. They're going to be Saturday and Sunday, both beginning at 1 o'clock, and really it's your chance to experience the wonder of being just a few feet away from, uh, you know, magnificent birds of prey. Indeed. They're, they're going to bring their bird ambassadors 
So you can see owls and falcons and raptors up close during the fascinating and educational talks. Pretty amazing. Just quickly, um, Mac, uh, you do so many events at L.L. Bean all year round. Give us a quick, uh, uh, quick overview, if you could, about uh, some of the other bird and nature-related experiences. Oh, my gosh. We have a whole wide roster. We have, uh, on Sunday, for instance, we have essentials for gear birding demonstrations. So L.L. Bean experts are going to cover the basics of Essential birding gear, including optics, field guides, products that can enhance, you know, enhance your birding experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing a, a, a outing at Wolf's Neck Farm. We can join local birding experts on the salt marshes to watch for wading and seabirds. So it's a great mm-hmm. way to be on the main coast on a beautiful day mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, viewing birds and learning all the tips and techniques to you get closer to wildlife and enjoy them. And by the way, uh, one one word that jumps out about the the birding festival uh, this next weekend uh, that jumps out of me is the word free because all these events and talks and all the rest are are free. So that is pretty cool. How can folks get more festival info, Mac? I think the best thing for folks to do is go to llbean.com/report and they can see a full uh, schedule of events for the whole birding weekend because we've got a ton of stuff going on. There's right. something for everyone. There is indeed. LLBean.com slash Freeport. All right. Mac McKeever is a spokesman for LL Bean at their headquarters in Freeport, Maine, home of their flagship store in the LL Bean Birding Festival, May 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Mac, thank you. Good luck with the festival, and we hope to see you there. Thanks a lot, Ray. I look forward to seeing you next weekend. Mac McKeever from L.L. Bean. Uh, web address again, llbean.com slash freeport for all about that amazing festival. Up next here, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. Here's an idea for the next time you're shopping for wild bird food. Look for the Audubon Park brand, a top choice among bird lovers for more than 40 years. That's because Audubon Park wild bird seed is the finest kind, with more than a dozen selections to choose from, including the popular fruit and nut, songbird and cardinal, and no-waste patio blends. Human development and climate change are having increasing impacts on wild birds. Feeding the hummers, chickadees, goldfinches, cardinals, and all the beautiful and fascinating birds in your backyard really helps them survive. Survive and thrive. All of Audubon Park's products meet the highest quality standards in the industry and have earned early compliance with the FDA's Food Safety Modernization Act. And Audubon Park products are easy to find at your supermarket, lawn and garden store, farm and feed market, and online retailers. For more information, visit AudubonPark.com. That's AudubonPark.com. Audubon Park wild bird food is made right here in the USA. Get some for your backyard birds today. Audubon Park wild bird food. Talking Birds is made possible in part by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, a world leader in the study, appreciation, and conservation of birds. Please check them out at birds.cornell.edu. That's birds.cornell.edu. On the Mystery Bird Contest, you are eligible to win if you haven't been a winner here on Talking Birds in the past six months. And by the way, if you're not hearing our show live and think you can't enter our Mystery Bird Contest well, remember, you can hear our show live every week online, no matter where you are, as long as you have some kind of an internet or cell connection. Just go to TalkingBirds.com to see how to do it. It's really easy. Our prize this morning is a Droll Yankees Onyx Clever Clean Finch Magnet Feeder. As we like to say, it draws finches in like a 
magnet. It's the world's cleanest feeder uh, with twist and release removable base technology and a rust-resistant powder-coated metal tube. That's our beautiful prize from Droll Yankees this morning. Here's our number. We urge you to call it as soon as you can because otherwise we will run out of time. Happens a lot. 781-837-4900 is the number. Again, 781-837-4900. Here's the sound of our mystery bird. Our mystery bird is a small but long-winged songbird. Brown on the back and wings, whitish on the belly, and under the square tail. Its species name comes from its outer wing feathers, which have small hooks or points on their leading edges. Our bird feeds by catching insects in flight, often close to the ground or the surface of the water. That would be our mystery bird. What do you think it is? Give us the give us the name of that bird. You don't have to give us the scientific name, just the common name is good. And the number again to call is 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. Our prize, the Droll Yankees Onyx Clever Clean 12-inch finch magnet feeder, perfect for goldfinches and all the wintering finches that come at other times of the year as well. Give us a call and tell us what you think it is or take a guess because no correct answer means a drawing will determine the winner. 781-837-4900. Meanwhile, we're going to check in with Mike O'Connor with what we call a baffling story. Let's ask Mike in just one minute. Right in Boston's backyard lies a magnificent resource where you can walk a Civil War era fort, explore tide pools, and camp under the stars. Once known as the city's hidden gem, the Boston Harbor Islands National Park area has become the go-to urban escape for tourists and residents alike. It's a marvelous destination for birders, offering a huge variety of migrating and nesting species that can be viewed independently or during free ranger-guided bird walks on Saturday mornings. The islands are home to other wildlife, too, including deer, fox, coyote, rabbits, raccoons, muskrats, squirrels, and harbor seals. There are countless activities for non-birders as well, like hiking on miles of trails, sunny beaches, ocean fishing, concerts, beer tastings, and programs for the whole family. 34 islands, 3,000 acres, endless fun and exploration, all minutes from Boston. Find out more at bostonharborislands.org. Here comes another edition of Let's Ask Mike. And Mike, we have a question from Ben in Duxbury about squirrels. Oh, okay. Squirrels are getting into my feeder by climbing up the pole on which the feeder is mounted, he says. What kind of baffle should I get to prevent this? Also, should I put a baffle above the feeder, too? That's from Ben. Wow, I've never heard of squirrels getting to a bird feeder before. Me either. This is a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, what I would uh, tell Ben is that it's good that he's got it on a pole. I assume it's a, a metal pole. And unlike a lot of things, they make excellent pole baffles that you can just clamp right on your pole that prevent the squirrels from climbing it. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, go to, I would, I would recommend uh, like a birding specialty store. I know there's a couple in Hanover and, you know, wherever you can find mm-hmm. one where people can actually instruct you. But the two things you need to keep in mind is the squirrels can jump about five feet straight up in the air. So your pole, your baffle, and your feeders all have to be at least five feet high. If they're lower than that, then the squirrel will just jump right over it. It's not going to work. Five feet right from the ground. Right from the ground, like a Harriet jump jet, just right up. Yikes. And secondly, they can jump 
at least 10 feet vertically. No, horizontally, that's mm. what I meant to say. So, again, you've got to put this in the open. You can't put it near a fence or porch railing or under a tree because yeah. then they'll jump down. Mm-hmm. You don't really need a baffle on the top, but you need to put your pole and your feeder out in the open, at least 10 feet away from anything. Uh-huh. And then your baffle will work fine. You won't have any problems at all. All right, so you, you don't need to put one of those those sort of dome things at the top. Not really. Those, yeah. those are meant for hanging feeders to protect stuff from okay. up above. But no, yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. Just get everything five feet high, ten foot out in the open, and um, and get a, go to a specialty place where they can make a recommendation. If you yeah. buy it in a hardware store, they're just going to sell you whatever they've got lying around. Yeah, okay. That'll work fine. There you go, Ben. Mike, thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week, Ray. Okay. Bye. Send your question to Mike. He will answer it as only Mike can, and we'll send you a book written as only Mike can do. And that's really true. He is an amazing and very funny writer. His latest book is Why Do Bluebirds Hate Me? We'll send you a copy of that book. If you'll just send us a question for Mike, that seems like a pretty good deal. Uh, just email it to ray at talkingbirds.com, ray at talkingbirds.com. And if you don't mind my saying... No G in talking. We're back here at the Mystery Bird Contest trying to identify this mystery bird. Our bird is a small but long-winged songbird, brown on the back and wings, whitish on the belly and under the square tail. Its species name comes from its outer wing feathers, which have small hooks or points on their leading edges. Our bird feeds by catching insects in flight, often close to the ground or the surface of the water. We were observing some of these at Mount Auburn Cemetery just outside of Boston earlier this week. They are back there, which is another nice sign of spring for us folks up north here. 781-837-4900 is the number here in our Mystery Bird Contest. And again, our prize, the Droll Yankees Onyx Clever Clean, super easy to clean 12-inch Finch Magnet Feeder. 781-837-4900. And in nearby Carver, Massachusetts, Cranberry capital of the world, it's David is there. Good morning, David. Morning. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. You see any birds? Are you near any cranberry bogs? Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, cranberry bogs and ponds and lakes down this way. How is it for birds around those ponds? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah? Um, You know, we've got, uh, you know, all, all kinds of birds. Nice. Well, I wonder if you have our mystery bird. What do you think it is, first of all? Uh, the flycatcher? The flycatcher. No, it's not. Well, let's put it this way. It's, it is it is a flycatcher, but it's not a flycatcher, if you oh. know what I mean. <laughs> doesn't have the name flycatcher. Okay, well, maybe with. that's what we always used to call it when we used to see it. <laughs> it's, a good descri- water. it's a good descriptive name, anyhow. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right, thank you, David. All right, not a fly catcher, although uh, it certainly does uh, catch flies and other insects in flight. 781-837-4900. Liz is down in Fairview, North Carolina. Good morning, Liz. Hello, Liz. Are you there? Yes. Oh. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing, Liz? Where I'm is... fine. How are you? Well, thank you. Where is, uh, where is Fairview, North Carolina? I'm near Asheville. Near Asheville? And that's in, mm-hmm. so we can picture what part of the state that is. Asheville, we're in the mountains, um, western part of the state, uh-huh. pretty close to the South Carolina border. Oh, all right. Well, it sounds nice. And that's our, that's our, well, this is our mystery bird. Oh, you heard the mystery bird is what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say there. What do you think it is? I think it's a rough-winged swallow. Let me check. I believe you've got that right. Uh, officially the northern 
rough wing swallow, but uh, ah. we figure rough wing swallow is is uh, is we do, we we're a little bit picky here, but we don't want to you know get carried away. So uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate your large ass. <laughs> You're very welcome. I mean, you called all the way from North Carolina. I figured it's the least we could do, right? Right. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. Tell us a little bit about birds that you see around there, Liz. Well, um, I actually went birding yesterday and saw some of my first of year. Uh, saw a great crested flycatcher and mm-hmm, Baltimore nice. Oriole and warbling vireo. Ooh. Nice stuff around here. Very nice. Liz, stay on the line. We'll get your address and send you that droll Yankees feeder. Thanks. All right, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Northern rough-wing swallow is our mystery bird. We got to wrap up our show here because we have stuff we want to be sure to mention before we run out of time. And that is, first of all, that we'll be live from LL Bean's Birding Festival in partnership with Maine Audubon at LL Bean's flagship store in Freeport, Maine, Sunday, May 24th, the whole weekend, uh, 22nd through 24th. That website again for info: llbean.com/freeport. Uh, meanwhile, are birds ventriloquists? It sure seems that way sometimes when you're trying to locate a bird you hear singing that, uh, nearby. We'll get some insight into this fascinating phenomenon when Heidi Ware from Intermountain Bird Observatory in Boise, Idaho, joins us here soon on the show. Liz, if you're still listening, call us back so we can get your address. I guess we missed it there somehow. That is our show for this morning. The executive producer of Talking Birds is Mark Duffield. Our engineer is Ryan Stanton. I'm Ray Brown. Have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Route 6A, Orleans, Cape Cod. On the web at birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By the Boston Harbor Island Alliance. Minutes away worlds apart. Go to bostonharborislands.org for more information. I love talking birds. I love that show.